Hi, friends. It's Ian here with St. Moses Church in the heart of Baltimore, and this is our daily podcast, Every Day with St. Moses during this COVID pandemic. Today, we have a special treat. I'm going to connect on the phone in a moment with my friend, uh, Pastor Brian Barnes in Durban, South Africa, and he's going to tell us a little bit about how things are going there, as well as leading us in a reflection this morning. So next voice you'll hear is Brian's. Tell us a little bit about uh, what life is like in Durban right now and pastoring. Yeah, man. Uh, so we are just outside the city of Durban, uh, which is, like you said, on the east coast of South Africa. Suburb called Kloof. And uh, we planted a church here three years ago. And uh, like you guys, we are trying to navigate this uh, situation that we find ourselves in with COVID-19 and trying to love our people and to give the community. But yeah, we are in a situation of complete lockdown as an entire country mm. where um, it's a complete stay, stay at home for, for every single person and uh, just trying to get what that looks like. So really facing a lot of the same challenges you guys are facing there in the U.S. Yeah, I guess misery loves company or something like that. But I, I found mm-hmm. myself feeling more connected to, uh, to brothers and sisters in Christ across the globe during this season than, than I can remember before. It's crazy. Yeah, man, it's, it's so crazy. I feel like uh, when have we been in a season where everybody on the planet is facing the exact same challenges? Yeah. Uh, so in many ways, it's quite unifying. Yeah, it is. Well, uh, thanks for being willing to lead us in a little devotion this morning and to point our hearts toward Jesus. I really appreciate that. I'll just jump right in. I, I honestly believe that we are, I mean, it's very clear. We're in a season where everything in our lives has completely been disrupted and changed overnight. Um, our circumstances are completely out of our control. And the reality is, is that uh, no one really knows when this is going to end. Um, it, you know, are, when is things going to go back to normal? Are things ever going to go back to normal? But I really believe that God can use this disruption in our lives and use this season to disrupt the daily routines of, of everyone and to set us apart for deeper levels of trust and intimacy mm. with the Father. And um, one, one verse that's really stuck out to me over this time, and I've been contemplating a lot, is Leviticus 20, verse 7 and 8. It says, oh, yeah, everybody's Const- hanging out in Leviticus. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, man, I was going to say, that's really unusual. It's not like <laughs> we read Leviticus. But, man, this is beautiful. Verse 20, 7 and 8 says, Consecrate yourself and be holy, because I and the Lord your God. Increase and follow them. I'm the Lord who makes you yeah. holy. And that just, that's just really stuck out to me. And there was, I've been reading a lot and what God can do in a season of crisis. And we see all throughout church history that every time there was a move of God, uh, an outpouring of God's spirits, it's always preceded. And uh, one of the things that comes before is crisis. Mm. And uh, as we've been in the season of crisis, I've been saying, okay, God, what are the things that you want to, work and doing us as a people and uh, you know for you guys at St. Moe's what, what does God wanted to do across the church globally yeah. and another thing that always comes before renewal is is holiness amongst God's people and uh, Henry Varley has this quote he says it remains for the world to see what the Lord can do with a man wholly consecrated Christ mm. and and so this this idea of consecration of being set apart for God for for um, pursuing holiness in our own lives has been something I believe God has placed on my heart to, to share with you because 
I think that if we can be men and women who are set apart and, and pursue holiness and pursue intimacy with Jesus, that we can not only step into deeper levels of uh, intimacy and relationship with him personally and corporately as a church, but that actually what we do is we make ourselves available to see God do a work in our community and beyond. Yeah, that's right. And, um, you know, a few weeks ago, I did a preach uh, for our church. And uh, one of my points was that I believe this time of lockdown, this coronavirus situation has given us the opportunity to have deep reflection in our lives. And um, uh, it's like an opportunity for us to evaluate and reflect on our how, what, how have we been living our lives up until this point? Are we becoming mm-hmm. men and women who are living our lives rightly, you know, uh, mm-hmm. pursuing God and keeping him as the main thing? Or, or have we filled our lives up with stuff, you know, the stuff of modern day? And yeah. uh, this is an opportunity for us now is, you know, many people, look, for many people, uh, life has become way more busy if you are still yeah. you're managing kids and that kind of thing. But, but there is this space, this kind of, we're not getting in our cars and commuting as much. And there is a space in our lives and we can use this space to, to actually dive deeper into our relationships and intimacy with Jesus. And um, I believe that the season gives us the opportunity to assess our lives and then actually reboot and yep. to live our lives around the things that actually really matter. Amen. Um, I was, you know, on Easter Sunday, uh, contemplating, you know, obviously the, the story of Jesus' resurrection and the tomb. And uh, one thing that I became aware of is that Jesus actually, in his, you know, human life, his life on earth, was actually also in, in lockdown. Hmm. Uh, three times Jesus went into lockdown. It's amazing. It's kind of so. Firstly, Jesus was in lockdown in the womb. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Jesus was, went into lockdown in the wilderness. Yep. And uh, Jesus was in lockdown in the tomb. In the tomb yeah. And uh, each time Jesus went into lockdown, it was actually a season of preparation for him. Hmm. In the womb, he was being prepared to come into the world. In yep. the wilderness, he was being prepared to launch his ministry. And in the tomb, he was preparing to conquer death and redeem humanity. And I just want to think, you know, what will we use our lockdown season? How are we going to use yeah. it to prepare ourselves for what God wants well, to do next in our lives, you know? Yeah, what's God incubating right now? Totally. Yeah. And, um, and, and I think that you know, regardless of what season we're in, whether it's a good or bad season, a cross season of flourishing, the greatest thing that we can do as believers in the, or as the local church is to set ourselves apart to consecrate ourselves for the Lord and his good purposes. Mm, and so really it's just an encouragement to us to, to set ourselves apart for Jesus. And by setting ourselves apart, I mean, giving us the lover of our souls. You know? mm. um, when I think of setting ourselves apart, I like to think of a wedding ceremony and to where two people, you know, give themselves to each other in marriage. Yep. And uh, what makes it so special is that people are choosing to set themselves apart for the love of the other. Yeah. And uh, I think of myself and my wife, Kathleen, when we got married, we stood at the altar and we decided to purposefully limit ourselves from every other option available, you know? Yeah. And for and you, that we, was a lot. Yeah, man, <laughs> I tell you. <laughs> no, yeah, not really. <laughs> but, you know, you do that for the sake of giving yourself over completely to the other person. And really what it is, is a choice. And I think that we have a choice now to, Choose God above all other pursuits in our lives and to consecrate ourselves. And I found this quote, you know, when we consecrate ourselves to God, we, we give space for him to fill us up with his best so that he can transform our worst. I just love that. 
Mm. So, yeah, man, my encouragement this morning is really to be men and women who set ourselves apart for Jesus. And uh, when we do that, we to receive both God's intimacy, relationship with him, but then also to receive power. Yep. And, um, yeah, I just think that when I look at the life of people in the local church and look at the local church at large, man, we, the, we don't need a new strategy. We don't need like new techniques in the local church. We need power. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the kingdom of God, intimacy and holiness and uh, depth of relationship with him always precedes power. Yeah. So that's really just an encouragement, you know. When the Holy Man. Spirit, yeah, I just when the Holy Spirit descends upon the disciples, uh, it wasn't an endowment of power. I mean, of it wasn't an endowment of strategy. Jesus never said yeah. to the the disciples, you know, go out and do the best that you can do. He said, you know, follow me, and then he told the disciples, wait for the Holy Spirit, and then the Holy Spirit comes and gives him power. And so, really, it's a call to relationship, and then a releasing of power. And mm. so, yeah, that's my prayer for you guys, and at Saint Mo's. Yeah, and your people, thank man. you. Would I? I just, I'm, I'm so encouraged by this. Would you be willing to just pray over your church and over St. Mo's? And, yeah, absolutely. You know, we just love to receive that blessing. Yeah, I'd love that, man. So, Father, we, um, we want to come before you, Lord God, as very grateful children who are looking to Jesus in this time to be not only our comfort, but also our strength. And, uh, Lord God, I just pray that your spirit would fall upon us as people, as men and women, and you would empower us to set ourselves apart, to be consecrated mm-hmm. to the Lord. Yeah. Ourselves apart for you, Jesus, that there would be a releasing of power amongst your people and that we would be able to be used by you for your good purposes in this time, Jesus. Mm-hmm. I just want to pray this Henry Bali quote, it remains for the world to see what the Lord can do with a man wholly consecrated to Christ. And Lord God, I can only imagine what you can do with a whole community completely consecrated to Christ. And so I pray, Lord God, that you would empower the people of St. Mo's, that you would empower people of West Point Church and the churches that we are in relationship with, that the church large, that the mm-hmm. church would rise up and we would move in power. A new strategy, but because mm-hmm. of intimacy and depth of relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Would you be with us, we pray, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much, Brian. I appreciate it. Blessings to you and to West Point and to your family. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Ian. Love to you guys. Thanks. Speak soon. Bye now.